Good evening, friends. Welcome to an episode of Perfect in Love with John and Kim. I'm John. And I'm Kim. And y'all need to be nice. Be nice? End of the episode. All done. Have a good night. Uh, be sure to like Facebook, Instagram. I'll... Oh, we're not done? No! Oh, you said you want to talk about being nice. So yeah. I just, I don't know. I don't know what else to explain with it other than, hey, y'all should be nice to each other. And it's our 50th episode. What? Yeah. Insert sound effects to the with the board that I still don't have hooked back up Applause. yet. Woo! <laughs> Thank you everybody for listening and still being a part of this. The dorkier we've gotten, the more y'all have hung on. So appreciate <laughs> it. Uh, Fifty episodes. It's been a year and a day now since we uploaded the first episode. Mm-hmm. Wow. Missed a couple weeks in there due to different circumstances but for being a year and recording almost every week i think we did pretty darn good 50 episodes in a year um we might not be the most listened to but we have the best people listening and we are up there in terms of content uh, put out so look at this praise god um so you had a interaction out in the public today that made you think we should just talk about being nice yeah so So what was that about i went to the rink this morning and i um skated two different sessions that were back to back and then after i left i had some snacks packed in my my lunch bag that i normally take to the rink with me but i remembered that burger king now has chicken wraps in case anybody else is wanting to know this piece of information because mcdonald's does not have chicken wraps they got rid of them burger king now has them and they're 2.99 okay so i wanted to go through burger king to get a chicken wrap for my lunch before i came back to go straight to the kitchen to help you with dinner tonight so i had my window down rolled or um got my chicken wrap and my fries and had my window rolled down and right behind me there was a car that had a mother and what looked to be a younger um, child and every other word out of her mouth, let's just say, um, was not very nice to her child. Insert profanity here, insert profanity here. Um, and I felt really bad for the kid because in my mind, I went, oh my gosh, like, what is he going to grow up to, like, what is he going to grow up knowing as language, you know, like, there was no love in how she interacted with him, um, blamed him for not her not having her debit card, and like, my windows rolled down, and so was hers, and I think she caught me glancing in my rear view mirror, and then she ended up rolling her window up, um, and probably continued to yell at said child, Um, but it was just a, I was texting you and I was like, it was not a great situation because I don't talk to anybody like that. And I just so felt so bad because there was no kindness in that. Like, no, now let's, let's be fair too and understand our, our lack of context into their lives and what's, Mm -hmm. um, you know, you're not saying that this mother or motherly figure, whatever the relationship is there, 
doesn't love that person. You just weren't hearing it. Correct. And that response. Yeah. And um, I don't know. It's interesting timing. I, you know, I went to um, our former towns or former schools, uh, high school football game last night. And I was talking about this with a friend of mine as we watched the game. And he was talking about some of the things going on with the program there and, and just what he's hearing and, and, and seeing and how he feels about their child getting treated in the school. And, you know, what I talked to him about is something that my boss here at the camp talks about a lot. And that's, um, we just have this lack of understanding of what it really means to invest in people. And mm-hmm. he talks about yeah. depositing uh, and doing an emotional bank account, um, which isn't his original. He's he picked that up and learned that up somewhere. But um, I think that's really like critical for us to remember is, you know, being nice and being kind people is about more than not screaming in the drive-thru at our kids when we're upset about something it's um you know doing nice and kind things even when you haven't wronged somebody Mm -hmm. and just to in the effort of building that relationship yeah i had a conversation with one of my older skaters a few weeks ago now i think it was and um she had let a word come out of her mouth that was not very nice and i said insert skater's name here i said you're a much prettier person when you don't use language like that so yes just speaking with kindness but also watching how you say things um makes a huge difference in how people look at you or your life or um what you stand for in this case if you're you know a christian or claim to be like acting and treating people as Jesus, what is, is a big deal. And we're called to do that very thing. I was just looking for some scripture to, to tie to what we're, you know, babbling about right now. Mm-hmm. And um, I lost it, but I went past the story of Lazarus. And, you know, when you just mentioned, you know, treat people like as Jesus would, you know, made me think it's not all about fixing whatever tough situation, whatever's going on with person at said time. I mean, that's nice if we can do that. You know, mm-hmm. I, you, you were texting me as you were going, that cat is so adorable. I wish you guys could see this. She's just resting her chin on the desk looking. But anyway, <laughs> um, you were texting me as you were in the drive-thru hearing this and you're like, I'm tempted to just pay for their food just to do something nice. Yeah. Um, you know, cause you were hearing her yell about how she couldn't find her debit card and, and all this stuff. And, and you know, that's not wrong, but it also just scrolling past the story of Lazarus. It kind of made me think, you know, some of the stuff Jesus did wasn't just miracles and solving problems and, and jumping in and doing that. Some of it was, you know, he comforted Lazarus's family yeah. and he, he wept and, and grieved with them. And so sometimes just being empathetic and, and being nice when it's hard to be nice, I think is huge. Yeah. And also just like Jesus taking on the character of Jesus. We don't often talk about that. 
<laughs> this cat is a trip. I've tonight. never felt so listened to. Yeah. Is right now. <laughs> I'll try to take a picture as we're recording and try to post it. She, she is... keeps moving when we pick yeah. up the camera. So. She is something else tonight. Uh, so she's very interested in hearing about being kind, which is incredible because of all living things in this house, she struggles with being kind to others the most. <laughs> yeah, that's um, true. She's mostly nice to people. However, she's not very kind to the dogs. So she has opportunity to learn here tonight as well um, as the rest of us, don't you? <laughs> yeah. Are you going to speak into the mic tonight? No? No. Okay. Nope. Mic shy. Yeah. It's, not, it's not camera shy. Mic shy <laughs> and as weird, she's though. tucking her head underneath <laughs> the desk. <laughs> well, I've embarrassed her now. I've announced how mean she is yeah. to the dogs. Yeah. She's feeling shame. She loves people. She does. She tolerates her dogs. I was going to say she does not like her dogs. That's not true. We've heard and seen um, them interact and cuddle, but she tolerates them. So, but anyway. So just to give some of the scripture um, here. So you can find the story of Lazarus in John, the Gospel of John, uh, chapter 11. So we pick up in verse 17. On his arrival, Jesus found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb for four days. Now Bethany was less than two miles from Jerusalem, and many Jews had come to Martha and Mary to comfort them in the loss of their brother. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went out to meet him, but Mary stayed at home. Lord, Martha said to Jesus, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But I know that even now God will give you whatever you ask. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. Martha answered, I know he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live even though they die. And whoever lives by believing in me will never die. Do you believe this? Yes, Lord, she replied. I believe that you are the Messiah, the Son of God who is to come into the world. After she had said this, she went back and called her sister Mary aside. The teacher is here, she said, and is asking for you. When Mary heard this, she got up quickly and went to him. Now Jesus had not yet entered the village, but was still at the place where Martha had met him. When the Jews who had been with Mary in the house comforting her noticed how quickly she got up and went out, they followed her, supposing she was going to the tomb to mourn there. When Mary reached the place where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet and said, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who had come along with her also weeping, he was deeply moved in spirit and troubled. Where have you laid him? He asked. Come and see, Lord, they replied. Jesus wept. Then the Jews said, see how he loved him. But some of them said, Could not he who opened the eyes of the blind man have kept this man from dying? What I've always loved about that part of the story is Jesus knew he was going to raise Lazarus. Yeah, but he was still human in that in that store right. in like in that particular point of the story. Like he could have just jumped in there when he got there and said, "Hey, you're right." Um, you know, I said, this isn't going to end in death. It's fine. He's going to be up and kicking. And in a couple of moments here, we'll take care of it. But he didn't. He listened and he comforted them 
and he was empathetic with them. And I think that is just super important and a, and a huge glimpse for us into Jesus's character and who he would have us to be. Yeah. You know, the, the fact that he could still allow himself to feel that and, and show that and, and be that even though he knew what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I knew I was going to raise somebody from the dead and what was about to happen, I just, I don't think I could go through and do that. I mean, I struggle handling when people are having emotions as it is. Yeah, you would try to stop the breakdown or the emotional roller coaster. I'd stop it from happening Before completely. it happened, yeah, yeah. And and so for him to do that, knowing he was going to fix it, I think is almost as incredible is the actual miracle itself. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I, I'm always amazed by that. And I think that's, you know, one of the many, many, many cool things in this really good book. So, yeah. Yeah. But I think that um, speaks a lot to where we're going with, with kindness and that I think Jesus would just have us be better and more empathetic people. And I think, you know, I know what you wanted to do today in the drive-thru is first off, you wanted to pay for it and take care of it and fix the problem. But I think secondly, part of you wanted to put the car in park, walk back to her car and go, this is not okay. Um, the child's coming with me. Um, good luck on not being a terrible person. Mm-hmm. Hope it gets better. Yeah. And, and then fix everything. Well, and I texted you right after that and I said, oh, well, this incident or however I said it to you um, makes me realize that I can be a, a good parent, <laughs> you know, because it's like, you know, the words that come out of your mouth are very, very important and very, in that case, very important on how you you're how you're treating a child is how they're going to be brought up in their life. Like that's what they're going to take with them. I I think what's most important though is so it's not what you heard because I would challenge and say, I bet every parent out there has had that moment in some way. Yeah. Now maybe some are better than others at, at not having it in front of the child or, or whatever. I mean, we don't know what happened before that. Right. What's going to happen after that? Right. Nothing. Mm-hmm. But I think what's most important is that you you heard it and you felt empathy and and you you hurt and you wanted to express kindness and feel kindness from that. Mm-hmm. And it allowed you to go as a person and go, oh, wow, you know, what would be really good is if it wasn't like that. Right. And that'll help you going forward. You know, if we have kids, great. But with our, you know, nieces and nephews, with campers, with whatever else, that's going to be something that's going to stick with you and help you carry Jesus with you in those interactions. Mm -hmm. Because even through camp, we've talked about it too. Like there's ways to redirect a child. And we've Mm -hmm. done this with nieces and nephews too. There's ways to redirect a child when... Or anybody. Or anybody, really, when you need, obviously, to go in a different direction or, like, they're not doing something they're not, you know, supposed to do or whatever. 
there's a way to do that without being mean. And yes, we're adults and, and sometimes comes, you know, the anger and all of the emotions that, you know, um, it just be easier in other situations, but like there's ways to do it and not be detrimental to a child. Well, and it, yeah, because it's not just about being mean or not being mean, but it's about being effective. Effective, too. yes. And, yep. you know, yes, you could yell and swear and scream and be scary and, and mm-hmm and verbally or, or physically abusive and it may shut down yep. what you're trying to shut down at that moment but it, that doesn't make it effective yep. in the long run um, and there was a meme thing on facebook a while back that i remember reading like something along there was like i don't know six or ten points or something like that and one of them that stuck out to me was you're never something along the line of when you're if the last thing your child hears when you go to bed at night is you screaming at them, how do you expect them to sleep well? Yeah. Or like in the morning, if you're like yelling and screaming at them or whatever the case may be saying, you know, not saying some nice words and then you send them off to school, how do you expect their school day to go? Like, you know, so there's a lot of power in our words. There's a lot of power in how we treat other people. And like I said earlier, we're, we're called, as Christians and as people of faith to mm-hmm. treat others with kindness and treat others how Jesus would, would treat us, you know? Well, I think all that said, because of that, it's important for us to recognize where we see positive interactions like that and positive people. Yep. You know, I was just sitting here thinking about it and I think of our um, neighbor and maintenance director at the camp, Dave, in terms of those people who are just, kind of perpetually kind, even when they could be mean or difficult, you know, I, so I'm not the world's handiest person. Um, Dave might be, he's, he's up there anyway. Like he understands how stuff works and things go together and how to fix things. Um, like few people I met. Well, this camp house that we're staying in right now, um, it's an old house and it's got quirks, but it's, it's still on a, on a propane um, furnace, hot water heater and everything. So we got the big pig outside and, um, we'd ran out of propane a couple months back. And so he had had it because this house is getting renovated when we move out. He didn't think we'd run out before he had put that on shut off from being refilled. So he brought a hundred pound tank down to get us by and hooked it up to that. And then the propane company happened to come by and put some more in the big pig. And so I went out there to try and switch it over. And for the life of me, I couldn't figure out the adapters and the contraptions and stuff he had hooked up to move it back over to the big one. And I'm like, I sending Dave a picture. And I'm like, I don't know. Is there a piece missing? Do you still have it on your, your side by side or what? Or if I'm just not smart enough to do this. And it was literally, I was using the wrong spot on the tank to try and hook it up. Mm-hmm. And the valve that I needed was like, nine inches to the right (laughs) and dave couldn't tell that from the picture so we had to wait for him to get home and he he texted me because i was out doing something said it's all hooked up and good and he sent me another picture and he goes just for future reference there's another valve it's right here that's and i went oh my gosh (laughs) i so but he was so kind about it and i beat myself up on it a little bit not being and so Beyond just not making fun of me or being annoyed, not only was he kind, but he took that opportunity to remind me, 
you didn't know you've never done it before yeah now you know he and he he had some phrase he'd heard from his mom or grandma or somebody about you know even the the young uh sapling or nut or whatever or, no even the mighty oak starts as a young nut or something like that or whatever <laughs> i i, I can I'm, see I'm dave saying it. yeah i can see him saying and, that. but it was it was just cool that not only was he not mean or annoyed but he kind of went above and beyond to to be uplifting too yeah and i think recognizing people like that in our lives and trying to emulate that is um you know where we need to be yeah that's fair my mom always said you know the people that you can see jesus in mm-hmm. and i think that's always held true yeah i always wanted to be that yeah and when we've talked about it you know the last few days especially the last couple of weeks when you're tired and when you're burnt out and you know you're just running on empty that's really hard to remember sometimes when you're just trying to make it day to day it gets and tougher. it gets really tough and you know and you talked about it tonight in the kitchen when i was goofing off and being silly that you'd rather have me be silly than be angry or be tired um and it's that it's that same thing like i'd rather be silly than be angry because you know you can see the joy that way mm-hmm. versus being tired and angry and worn out I mean, you're going to leave an impression on everybody you meet one way or another. Right, right. So. First impressions. All right, let's pray. Lord, thank you for everything that you've created us to be. But more importantly, all the examples that you give us to emulate and to be how you would have us be. And to teach us how to glorify you. And how to live in a way that not only pleases you, but makes our life easier and better here. Um, there's, you know, sin does not satisfy. And behaving and acting and living in a way that is not the way that you would live or the way you would have us live is sin. And that's why yelling and screaming and profanities and being mean and angry and spiteful and envious and greedy and all those other things never satisfy never leave us happy and we look so miserable and sad when we act that way Mm -hmm. so lord thank you for giving us the ability to choose peace to choose kindness to choose empathy to choose wanting to care and love on other people thank you for the holy spirit thank you for your son thank you for just the opportunity not only to have eternity in heaven with you but to be able to bring a little bit of heaven here to earth in the form of emulating your son, our savior. Thank you so much for all that. Lord, I pray that everybody listening knows you, understands you, understands the salvation that you've offered us, that you want and desire a relationship with us, that you love us. I pray that they know that. And if they don't know that, that they just have the courage and boldness to speak out and ask how they get closer and, and, and to learn about that. And Lord, for all of us that do know and know better, Man, let us just be that spark and let us be that flame and that fire just, um, frankly, just burning like Canada or California this year and just being seen by everybody. <laughs> and, and let us be those lights that, um, that shine and, and glorify you, Lord. Ask all these things in your holy and precious name. Amen. Amen. Friends. California and Canada. 
<laughs> I mean, those are pretty big fires. Um, You're correct. Hawaii? Yeah. Too soon? Anyway, <laughs> uh, we love you all. It's been real. It's been so much fun. It's even been real fun. Um, happy 50th episode. And uh, we can't wait to do 50 more. 50 more. Um, they, we won't do 50 more next week. It'll probably take another year. Okay, but, that's good. Um, like, subscribe, follow, thumbs up, comments, all the things, please. Tell your friends. Um, you know, If we can grow this, we can actually support some ministry with it um, just through some ads and things like that. But we have to have enough listens, mm-hmm. enough people checking it out. So if you could be so kind as to share, that'd be fantastic. Um, if you are in the area or coming to the area soon, we are launching, um, our church is launching in a little over two weeks, September 17th. Um, if you have any interest in hearing uh, myself preach, although you should come when, when Donnie's preaching, he's um, really gifted and, and the Lord puts a lot of good stuff on his heart. But um, if you're interested in hearing me, I will be the last Sunday of October and the first Sunday of November. I'd love to see you. And, uh, yeah, what else? Anything else? Um, happy Labor Day. Happy Labor Day weekend. Happy start of fall-ish. Yeah. Ish. I'm not uh, sure. <laughs> not quite. A couple weeks. Yeah. Anyway, um, enjoy your last summery weekend. And uh, before we get into fall and winter and things dying. Mm-hmm. Uh, more on that later. And uh, have a wonderful night. Good night.